Detroit, Michigan, home of the big three, General Motors, Ford, and Chris Cornell's suicide. It's the Comedy Pot Pie. Episode one of the Comedy Pot Pie Podcast. That's a lot to say. I'm sure there's a nickname in there somewhere. I'm just not smart enough to think of one yet. I am writer slash comedian Michael Lane. And joining me on this incredible journey is my co-host and producer, Alyssa Shea. Alyssa is a lifelong friend and confidant. But more importantly to me, someone young enough to know how to run a podcast. And yes, well, it's true. And when it comes to the comedy pot pie, I am the meat, I am the potatoes, I am the motherfucking carrots and peas, I'm almost everything, except for the crust, Alyssa Shea, that is you, say hello. <laughs> hello, Michael. How are you? When I mean the crust, I say you're the crust that keeps everything together from falling apart. Oh, that makes it sound a little more exactly. appealing. Exactly, that's what I was trying to say to you the entire time. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm excited. We've uh, finally got this thing rolling. I've, I mean, we've only been talking about doing this for what, like five years now? It's only been a few years. Not bad. Yeah, better late than never, I guess. That's what I'm trying to say. So to kick things off uh, in a positive way, despite the fact that I began our entire venture with a suicide joke, I'd like to start the podcast off by adding something positive that we've done this week. Uh, can you think of a single thing you've done positive or beneficial to anyone other than yourself over the last few weeks? I can actually. Would you, I... would you care to share with, with us? You go, <laughs> you go ahead and go first. Well, this is a little boring, but I finally went through my closet and I got rid of like 12 garbage bags full of clothes and I donated all of them. So pretty proud of myself. That, that. is very nice. What'd you Thank do? You. Did you just drop it off Goodwill or something? No, I dropped it off at my aunt's house. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> she has three girls. So all right. Works out for everyone. That was an interesting story, Alyssa Shea. <laughs> that is good, though. That is good. People do need clothes, especially your own family. I took my parents, or my grandparents, I should say, rather, to get vaccinated. Yes, to get vaccinated. Uh, it was about a half an hour away in a part of town that my grandmother has never been to. And let's just say she does not trust the GPS at all. She handed me about six pages of handwritten notes just in case she thought I would get lost. Old school, huh? She did. Uh, I had about 60% of my gas, and that wasn't enough. I had to stop and get a full tank of gas. <laughs> How did she work the computer she to didn't, print them off? She didn't think we would make there. There was no computer. It was handwritten. Oh, handwritten. I handwritten didn't notes part. on uh, like the smallest pieces of paper I've ever seen in cursive that 90% of anyone under 20 years old couldn't even read. It was like damn near calligraphy. However, when we finally got there, it looked like, like I've never seen so many old people walking around at the exact same time. It looked like, it literally looked like a scene out of The Walking Dead. People are flooding in. People are flooding in to get these vaccines. Like you hear about it on the news or whatever, but they start with the elderly and these people are just slowly walking in. We went to, we went to Beaumont Hospital and there, I mean, there was a sea. I kid you not. There was three, 400 people. Like just walking one mile an hour toward this oh building. Oh my god! Yeah, it was guarded by police and all this shit. And I mean, like you'd think they were giving away uh, cans of sardines or something. Like it was like unbelievable. I've never seen so many people flock or like, to one building. Like cans of cat food. You ever hear about like old people <laughs> yeah. when they're on like social security? That's all they can afford to eat. Seriously, <laughs> just giving away anything really. Like you, you'd think like the, a plane had dropped their rations on the other side of that building from the war. <laughs> Like it was just, it was the craziest thing you'd ever seen. And anyway, I take them both in there to get their first dose of the shot. And while I'm in there, the, the nurse asked me if, um, while I was in there, they asked me if I wanted to take one since I was already there. And I was, I'm like, I should say I'm not against vaccines, but I'm just like not ready to take this vaccine. <laughs> You know, I don't know if I trust it or not. I'm not like an anti-vax or anything, um, but I don't trust it. I'm too young, you know. And I, I mean, I don't care. If my, I don't care if my grandparents take it. You know, they're old. And in my and in, left. yeah, and in my opinion, you know, they've been hanging around way too long, anyways. 
(laughs) You know, it's funny, actually. I asked my grandmother if she wanted to go get the vaccine when she gets home from Florida. And she goes, well, honey, I'm going to die soon anyway. I'd rather do it without Bell's palsy. Yeah. Like, all right, that's a good point. (laughs) They're probably not going to get it. But, I mean, you know, I mean, they they say, I think they like to just say, like, we'll start out with the elderly. But really, they're, like, experimenting on the elderly. Oh, for sure. Like, you know what I mean? They're like... (laughs) Because, I mean, who gives a shit if they get it? Like, this fucked up shit happens to them. They'll just be like, I don't know, they died of COVID, whatever. <laughs> Isn't that what they're <laughs> using as, like, the cause of death for everyone? Like, car accidents and pretty much anything you die from nowadays? It's yeah, related. well, that's what they say. I mean, Elon Musk made that, like, popular. He, like, said that, you know, if you, if you have COVID and you get eaten by a shark, you know, they'll pull you out of the water and be like, oh, he died of COVID. Yeah. If, if, like, if you die and you have COVID in your system, you're like, yeah, he died of COVID. It's so sad. Well, my aunt works for a hospital, and she told me that they get like $8,000 grants for each person that tests positive for COVID so that they can treat them and whatever. So she said that's probably a big reason behind why they keep claiming everyone who's dying is related to that. Yeah. You know, I'm going to beat a dead horse. I mean, I would like to beat a dead horse. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if it's already dead. But, I mean, you know, I I think we're past the COVID thing, and I think this vaccine – like, I don't know if I want to take it just yet. I mean, I, if I have to fly, which I'm going to have to very shortly, but um, I'd like to, like, I'd like to do it at, like, the last second before I walk on the plane. Like, all right, like, fine, give me the fucking vaccine. Like, just, I want, them to, I want them to give, like, every opportunity to work out every possible kink before I take, before I have to take it. Honestly, I work from home. I'm okay with literally never leaving my house again, so... I don't know if I'll ever take it. Yeah. So, I mean, and again, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not soapboxing here trying to be like COVID guy. Cause I, I mean, I haven't turned on my TV, but like four times in like the past like six months. So I don't know shit about shit. You actually have cable? <laughs> uh, no, actually, uh, canceled that and went to, uh, Hulu live. Oh, is that better? I mean, it's cheaper. It's definitely not better. I had Comcast or Xfinity or whatever the hell it's called before. But um, they kept they kept raising everything. I think it's because they're like, oh, it's a pandemic. What the fuck are you gonna do? Not have cable? And then we were like, fuck you. We're not gonna have cable. <laughs> <laughs> and I think like just a ton of people have been doing that, and um, I was one of them. Well, the way I look at it, I have Netflix, Hulu. Have you heard of the new streaming service called Peacock? Uh, I have. Is that NBC? I don't know exactly, but it's pretty good. I mean, NBC is a Peacock. I think it is actually. Yeah, yeah. it must be their network. Everyone's the, the problem is everyone's going to have a streaming service again, and then it's just going to be like cable. Yeah, they're I mean, just going to jack the prices. And- the problem with these, the problem with these, like, um, with network television, I mean, there's me- multiple problems with network television, but like during this pandemic, I've learned I've watched so many shows. Like, I can't even begin to tell you how many shows I've watched in the past year. But there's nothing worse than like getting into a show, and then it gets canceled. And it just doesn't end. Or, or like I'll get into one on Netflix and I don't know that it doesn't have an ending. And I'll watch like four seasons of it and it's just over. And then I have to go and Google it and it's like, yeah, it got canceled in like 2014. And I'm like, well, why the fuck is it on Netflix? There's like, no closure. There, there's no closure. There's no ending. And then like even like in, in real time, like before the pandemic and stuff, I was watching a bunch of shows. And you'd get into a season and it would just end. And you're like... What's the point? Like you get halfway through a season, they'd be like, it's not coming back for the second half. It's just, it's just over. So well, that's just like all this time of my life I just fucking wasted. I mean, I've wasted a shit ton of my life. And it's just <laughs> sad that like that's the part that I feel guilty about is the television shows that don't end. It's like getting into an argument with your significant other and then they die in a car accident or something, you know? Yeah, it's like best case scenario. Only <laughs> that one has an ending. <laughs> True. It's, it's just It's just ridiculous. And... I don't know. I, I, I just can't get past it. I, I watch too much TV. I sit around. I don't do shit. I'm probably not going to get COVID ever. So I'm just, I'm just going to wait it out until the very last second. You know, I've watched all of like the good quality TV shows, I feel like. And now mm-hmm. I've moved on to trashy reality TV. Oh, you're one of those, huh? I mean, seriously, nothing is more mind numbing than just watching like the rich Asian Kardashians on Netflix. Yeah, and that's, that's. That's what uh, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but that's what uh, that's what they want you to be is mind numbed. They keep putting out these shows because so they want everyone to be mind numbed. They're cheap, they're easy to produce, and they keep fucking making them. 
Because, like, I don't know, let's make another fucking baking show. I don't know. What's it cost? It's a box of fucking dough. Like, who gives it? Like, it's, it's just so dumb. And just people just flock to it. They're like, oh, The Bachelor, like, part 50. It's probably, oh, it's probably, there's probably even more than 50 bachelors. How many bachelors do you think there have been? And Bachelorette and, like, who the fuck knows what else? Like, total Bachelor, Bachelorette it just, seasons. It's just never ending to me. Yeah, it's not. Well, I think the thing that's nice about it, though, is you get to get away from your own problems for, like, 10 minutes and focus on, like, Becky, who wore the same dress as Brianna to a party. Uh, oh, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I guess I can see your point. Although, at the same time, in the back of my mind, I'm always just like, I wish someone would break into my house and shoot me in the fucking mouth. And then <laughs> that would just be the end of it. Like, it would just be over. And the credits would just roll in the back of my head, and it would, it would just all be done. They, they actually had um, an article I was reading the other day about how somebody can come in. So someone can come into your house, and they can start, like, taking shit, and then you can't shoot them. Like, you're not – I mean, you can shoot them, but you're not supposed to. <laughs> Isn't that, like, state-specific, though? If you move to Texas, they're like, fucking shoot them if they step on your lawn. Well, I think this was a Michigan thing, though. I think, like, I think in Michigan, like, if they're, like, stealing your car or, like, possession, or if they're coming to your house and just, like, taking, like, your TV, you're not allowed to shoot them. Like, you gotta, like, sit there and, like, fucking talk to them and shit. And, like, personally, I don't have a gun. Like, whatever. I know a lot of people do, uh, but for some reason, I I don't have one. Because I don't, for one, I don't have, like, any kids. I don't have a family. So, I mean, so, yeah, maybe if I had some kids around, I'd buy a gun or two and uh, just pray for an accident. Speaking of accidents, um, did you see that news article? It's about a a two-year-old dies after being accidentally shot by another child. And so, I mean, that pretty much sums it up. I don't think I really have to read it. Some people people live the best lives. (laughs) I mean, you got to figure, like, if, if I got little kids in the house... I mean, how can a how could a little kid possibly get into your guns and just start blasting? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, you could put that gun in like the top shelf where like the bulls are in your cabinets, and they would never get to it. It's just it's just funny to me how how that just happens. It's just like I don't know. Maybe your maybe your little toddler, if someone robs you, maybe your your toddler's got a better chance of protecting the house. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I own some guns. I have property up north. I go shooting all the time, and honestly. They kind of take a minute to figure out. You got to turn the safety off. You got to load it the right way. So unless you right. have a loaded gun sitting there with no safety on within reach of a child, you shouldn't own a gun probably at that point anyway. hundred percent. I mean, they, I mean, you're supposed to take classes, but I mean, we live on eight mile for Christ's sake. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they have, they have gun classes. I mean, I've, I've gone shooting there and stuff like that. And I've seen like the gun class. I mean, come on. It's a fucking joke. You just sit there for like, they read off the shit and then you just sign a piece of paper and then boom, you got a fucking gun. Like nobody gives a shit. And that's even if you're responsible enough to go through those steps. I mean, you can just go to a pawn shop and buy a fucking gun. Mm-hmm. I mean, ask every fucking teenager with a trench coat last fucking 20 years in this country. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. Just get a gun, start fucking blasting. But I'll be goddamn if someone's going to break into my house with my family and I'm going to be like sitting around to wait to see if he's going to take like a, like, you know, some cash or, or if he's going to like, like, what am I going to wait for? Like they say, you shouldn't, they should talk the robber down first before just shooting. Like, like, first of all, I'm not confronting this guy. Like you fucking kidding me. Like this guy comes breaking into my house. First thing I'm doing is taking my entire family upstairs and I'm putting them safely in the bed, locking the door. Right. The next thing I'm doing, I was grabbing the biggest fucking gun I own and I'm just shooting us all through the chest at once. <laughs> Well, you know, that's a good way. To Shout just... out to the intro music. <laughs> you know, it's a good way to kill three birds with one stone. And that's it. You can take whatever he fucking wants. I'm done. I'm not, I'm, I don't like confrontation. <laughs> no, but you did make a good point. I mean, first of all, I don't know if it's the same way across the country, but it is Detroit. You could literally walk into a local YMCA and get like a gun, like a CPL license. Actually, yeah. do they even have YMCAs in Detroit or are those too bougie? Um, it's probably like the same thing as a homeless shelter, to be honest. I mean... <laughs> You just put like a basketball hoop in a homeless shelter and call it a fucking YMCA. I mean, there's no fucking difference. It's not like they have a pool. You know, actually the one out in like Harrison Township does, but that's the only one I think I've ever seen that yeah. like is actually clean. Did you have a pool in your school? Um, When I went to Lands Cruise North, I did. In high school? Yeah. We had a pool in our middle school. Are you kidding? Yeah. Well, I was in Gross Point schools. True. Which um, is a suburb outside of Detroit, which... Uh, it's from the movie Gross Point Blank, which is people, what people always say. Well, which means you guys are better than the rest of us. <laughs> Correct. 
<laughs> but the problem is, is that you're in, okay, so get, so check this out. So when I was in middle school, it, it, I, I don't even, that's why I question this now because again, I don't have any children or anything like that. Thankfully. Thank God. But, um, yeah, knock on wood, but, uh, to have to swim in sixth grade, like people now are like bullied about like they're, they're crying about being bullied about being called like names and shit. Imagine being in sixth grade and you got to wear like a little bathing suit and swim around. You got to get, first of all, we had to get like completely naked in the showers with all of our classmates before we went in the pool. And then after we went in the pool, I mean, we were in like sixth grade and I, the girls had to do the same thing. Um, I just can't imagine that they, that, that thing still exists. I mean, and if you think about it, like, kids are gross. I don't want to swim in a pool where 150 other kids a day swim in. And it was super creepy, too, because, like, by the time we were in high school and stuff like that, like, you know, we'd all be developing at different times, and we'd have, like, the hot girl, you know, who just, like, starting to develop first, and she's, like, we're all trying to be in swim class, and we're all just staring at, like, the, you know, hormones out of control, staring at, like, the hot chick. She's super uncomfortable wearing, like, a T-shirt in the pool, and then, like, half the class pretends they have a period, and they're like every single time it was swim day, like the whole class said they had their periods. <laughs> a bunch of twelve. Yeah, so just be all just guys swimming while the girls all pretended to have periods. It was just a fucking nightmare. I could see how it was like traumatizing, but I just I don't know if that still exists, or or not. But uh, I didn't like it. Have you seen the video? It, it went enjoyable. viral where it's like a swimming class for like babies, and they literally just take the baby. And throw it in the pool, and the baby like flips over on its back and it just floats. Literally, they just grab it and they just chuck it into the water. And I thought it was like somebody killing a baby at first. Right, so that's why you watched it. (laughs) Exactly, and then I was, you know, disappointedly shocked when it flipped itself over and just chilled. Wow, did you stop masturbating at that point? (laughs) No. What I would say is, (laughs) what I would say is, we had this kid who was from the Philippines. His name was Irwin. And it was our first day of swimming. And he's like, I'll show you guys how to swim right now. We, he ran right to the diving board, did a cannonball, and he never got back out. Are you kidding? He goes, I got this. He does a cannonball. And then you just see like six bubbles. And then like you just, you know, like in a space movie, you just, they let go of the astronaut. And he just slowly fades away. You just see him disappear into the deep end. And you're like expecting him to like pop back up. He's from the Philippines. Like I thought he fucking swam here to begin with. And fucking... Our teacher literally like dropped his clipboard, dove in and got him. This was the first day. Oh, Christ. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, what the hell just happened? That wasn't a big enough red flag to them. Like, hey, maybe this isn't the greatest idea. Yeah, no, they didn't give a shit. He he didn't even miss a minute. I mean, realistically, don't you think all middle schools should have pools then as a form of like population control? I forgot the whole point of this entire story. (laughs) So the, the point of this entire story was that the middle school teacher... Um, I won't say his name, obviously, even though I'm assuming he's in prison. Um, he actually went to jail for molesting one of the children like eight years later. Oh, no way. I'm sure. Which was super creepy because their office was always combined to the locker room with a half wall where like you could see, you could see the kids. That reminds me though. So how many third graders? No, let's say fifth graders. How many fifth, fifth graders, graders do you think that you could take on physically if they came after you either as a group or one after one? Oh, this is the age-old question, huh? Mm-hmm. How many fifth graders, like, if they came one by one or in waves? They came in waves of three each. Are they naked? <laughs> I, um, need to, I need to see how much adrenaline I'm using. <laughs> one out of every three of them is. Oh, man. One out of every three? Mm-hmm. 30. <laughs> I could kill 30 fifth graders. Nobody even said anything about killing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we would then take them where? To fucking Kmart? I'm taking them out. Uh, I see what our miscommunication was there. I'm taking them out. And I'm killing 20 of them. And I'm saving the naked ones for last. <laughs> what do you just knock them out and then tie them all up? For, <laughs> save them for later? Yeah, dramatic finish. All right, Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> I'd kill them all one by one. Um, are they all boys? They either all are all boys. Because that's different. I could probably kill like 40 girls. <laughs> I, 
gotta say, like the last like year and a half, just like chilling at home, dude. Like that's that's the life. Bes- you kidding me? Besides gaining like thirty pounds, and then I lost like twenty <laughs> of it. But besides that, this has been the best fucking year of my life. I'm telling you, I don't mind I've it one it. bit. I could sit in here all day. This is the best. <sighs> I mean, honestly, I like making my own money. It's great, but but what if you, but like what if it was seventy years ago, and just your your like your husband, who you met at fourteen, and married at fifteen, worked at like the bread store down the street for like thirteen hours a week, and you were able to have a house, a car, four <laughs> kids. Would you be like fuck? Like I love my job. Like I'm glad I have this opportunity. Right. Like you probably work really hard at your fucking job to make ends meet, and it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, back when houses cost like $40. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like back then you just like, you know, it was no big deal. You could do whatever the, you could buy whatever you want. But then again, there wasn't much stuff to buy. You could either buy like you can even buy like one TV they offered and a radio. I made the argument actually the other day to Josh. We were watching some like old wooden toys. <laughs> we were watching some bullshit like movie about, you know, the 1600s or something, and I said I would rather be a poor person today mm-hmm. than a rich person back then. Really? Because I need toilets that flush. I need air conditioning. I need <laughs> I like. You so, know I mean? so when you say poor, you mean middle class, basically. Oh yeah, right. Obviously, Not like dirt I'm, poor. I was, I was gonna, like gonna say. Poor, poor. <laughs> well, you you would be dead in like a week if you were poor, poor. Oh fuck yeah, no. Well, you'd be a prostitute. <laughs> First of all, there's no such thing. There's no such thing as like an attractive homeless woman. Have you ever seen one? They always somehow find a place to stay, don't they? It's always guys. Guys are always fucking down on their luck. It's never girls. That's true. Yeah. Never in a million years would you find like, you, you never find like a, a 10 on the corner like, man, it's been a rough week. I'm homeless. <laughs> You'd always have some guy rolling up like, hey, baby, you want, you want me to put you through school? I got I got a room you can stay at, like blah, 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 blah. You roll by like a homeless dude with a beer. You're like, fuck you. Get a job, you bum. You throw your coffee at him, speed off. Whip a couple nickels at him. You don't give a fuck. That's what I'm saying. Speaking of human trafficking, um, <laughs> John Guttert. I who? John Guttert. He was a U.S. Olympics women's gymnastics head coach. Mm. Killed himself Thursday. This um, Thursday. Yeah, he was uh, charged with 24 crimes, including sexual assault, racketeering, and human trafficking. Of whom? Uh, teenage girls. How does he get his hands on him? Like, were He's they a like gymnastics gymnasts? Coach. He was yeah. trafficking the gymnasts. Something I don't know. I I gotta look into more of the details, but yeah. Jesus. Yeah, this dude was fucked. Well, I mean, this is the this is we're in Michigan. This is you know home of Larry Nasser. Actually, that's what they're talking about in here in this article. Is they're saying that the Michigan State uh, gymnast mm-hmm. uh, doctor, right? Mm-hmm. They're saying he's on par with uh, Nasser. Really? Uh huh. Wow. Who do you think fingers are probably more pruned? <laughs> if you had to compare the okay, two, like right. like what? Pull up his stats. Let's pull the back of their baseball card. I need to know how old Larry Nassar is. Nassar was about sixty, I think, when they when they finally busted him. All right. So this guy was sixty three. I'm assuming the they, older. They couldn't get his fingerprints because they were too mushy. <laughs> Larry actually was fifty seven. Fifty seven. I said sixty, motherfucker. I wasn't that far off. No, I didn't see her far oh, off. Oh, okay. Just saying, like fifty-seven like, versus sixty-three. Oh, I, sixty-three. Larry was a gymnast coach at MSU, right? He wasn't a coach. He was a uh, just a doctor or a doctor, whatever, like a sports doctor yeah. at MSU. This guy was the actual head coach for the U.S. girls gymnastics team. Oh man! Yeah, the man. Uh, it is, was. Is it possible that they were like? Has any of these girls been with the same dudes? Possibly. He's from Michigan too. Is he really? <laughs> yeah. Our fingers do get cold. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Honestly, like, I think, like, the older They don't the guy, call it the mitten for nothing. <laughs> the older the guy is fingering you, I feel like the more it'd feel like a fucking chicken bone, you know? Like, I, I've, I mean, these girls are gymnasts. They could probably broke that dude's finger. You know what? You're right. Do some Kegels. But, like, what? But, but okay, so Nasser got away with it because he was pretending to do gynecological exams Correct. without a glove. Correct. But how, so how, what is this guy's game? Which also, by the way, there's no reason that a sports fucking doctor should be performing. Right. But when you're 14 exams. or whatever the fuck, you don't really know. But eventually, right. you know, it came out. But so, but what I'm saying is, how does this guy get away with it? Like, what's this guy's 
tricks. So basically it says that most of these were related to minors. Uh, I guess this came out most. from... Yeah. There's some that weren't? Well, it said several of the charges were related to minors. Who's just letting this guy finger blast him when he's 63 <laughs> years old? You know, I should probably look a little bit more into this because I just saw it. Play. This happened, This is this is out as of five hours ago. So this like oh, wow. just... Just hit the news. Breaking news on the mm-hmm. comedy pot pie. <laughs> we got another Michigan finger banger. That's well, weird. Oh, my God. Huh. Apparently, that's how this guy got caught. He was in cahoots with the NASA. There you go. Yeah, him and NASA were like, it literally says, this quote says that they benefited each other, or they enabled each other's abuse. And they benefited wow. each other enormously. They had a good cop, bad cop dynamic. Did he have anything to do with Michigan State? I'm assuming so, if it has anything to do with Nassar. Interesting. I'm assuming he probably got most of his, his meat from uh, from Nassar. Nassar's like, yeah, this is a good one. Because oh he's, God. like, diddling them. He's like, all right, you take this one. I wonder what their game was. Like, I wonder how they... how they. But how does... What I'm saying is, like, I can see how Nassar could get away with it because that was his job. But, like, what is, what is he like? I'm going to give you your thing and, like, puts him behind the curtain and then he comes in there and, like slips a couple in and runs out of the room real quick? Or, like, how does that work? You know, I, like I said, I'm going to look into it it's a breaking little news. deeper here. This is where we need, like, the... Uh, that's what that's one of our uh, graphics we'll need for next next episode or uh, a soundbite. The breaking news. That is... We, we should, like, a dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Right. Dun, dun, yeah. yeah, breaking news. Right. <laughs> Another finger banger. Oh, apparently he used to chest bump them all the time. Chest bump them. They even have chess. All right, and that was uh, breaking news on comedy. And that was Pie. breaking news. Dun 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 dun. I'm gonna share with you now my favorite news article of the past two years. Alyssa uh, Shea, please do me the honors. Absolutely. So there's a couple, actually. The first one that really hit the news was an article about bodies of 11 babies were found in the ceiling of a former funeral home in Detroit. Not too far, actually, from where we live. Mm -hmm. And so this whole investigation, one thing led to another. And less, no, about a week later... Another article came out about a completely different funeral home. That's right. In Detroit, just a couple miles away, I believe, that they found 63 more dead babies. Where? In the attic. Yep. I believe it was like the attic. They had some of them in jars, in freezers, um, all over the place. (laughs) That's incredible. That's my favorite story for multiple reasons. Um, For one... uh, Dead babies in the attic is hilarious. I mean, if you're a funeral home, I mean, if your baby dies, that's not hilarious. Uh, there's not nothing There's you. nothing hilarious about that. But when you give your baby to the funeral home, and they just put it in the attic, and that's it. All right, let me, I'm going to tell you a story uh, about my former life. Uh, I used to work in restaurants. Uh, I used to manage restaurants. And bef- even before that, my first job ever was that I used to work in a restaurant uh, as a cook and we would wash dishes and stuff like that. And one of the first tricks I ever learned was when you're closing and it's late at night and you're trying to get the fuck out of the building. Um, what they do is they take like the last couple loads of dishes. Like the manager's like, all right, we got to go. It's time to walk out. Um, this cook that trained me was like, all right, man. And he would get a chair and he would fill up a bus tub with all the, like the remaining dishes and he would move a ceiling tile and he would put the bus tub up in the ceiling. Are you kidding? And just leave them there. And then like they would come in and then he would like come get them on his next shift or like the morning guy would like come like take the ceiling and like take the bus tub down. They were just trying to get the fuck out because they didn't want to wait like an extra 10 minutes for the dishes to, and then put them away. So it just makes me laugh thinking that like there's just some guy <laughs> who's like working like dead baby <laughs> shift. Dead baby disposal. Yeah, it's like, man, come on. It's like 6 o'clock. Like, I'm trying to go home, and he's just got, like, like a bus tub full of dead babies. It's like, well, <laughs> fuck, man. He's like, all right. He's like, yeah, I'm about done here anyways. And he's like, well, I'll just, you know, I'm just going to fucking out. But then, like, 
you know, it's in the fucking attic. And who knows? Maybe that guy quit. Oh, right. You know, maybe he worked at both places. It's just, it's just so crazy to me that, like, where were these dead babies supposed to be? Actually, funny you ask. So the reason they got caught was because a woman named Rachel Brown gave birth mm-hmm. to a girl in Detroit at a hospital. A little after she was born, she died, and they obviously did the funeral at this funeral home. Uh, she apparently, her body was supposed to be donated to science at the uh, Wayne State University Medical School. Really? Her body never made it there, and so they started investigating, and that's when they found out that they were hoarding dead bodies, dead that baby is incredible. bodies. Yeah. I mean, it's safe, to say that it's safe to say that if you work at a funeral home, you should never put fetuses <laughs> or, or any dead baby parts up in the attic. Uh, it's obviously clearly bad for business. And besides, that's what the gift shop's for. (laughs) 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 I don't think either of these places are in business anymore. They were like blocks apart. Yeah, we better make sure they're out of business. Otherwise, we have to bleep it. Well, I mean, it's not like they don't have enough bad press as it is. That is true. Perry Funeral Home. All press is good press, so they say. We're going to see if they're still open. I really doubt that. Like, I mean, how can you still run a business after? I don't know. All press is good press, they say. We should comedy pot pie. We got dead babies in our attic. <laughs> Just kidding, FBI. Don't. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> okay. Perry Funeral Home in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. They're still open. They are still open. Shut up, dude. They have 2.8 stars. <laughs> 2.8 stars? I mean,. Wait, let me make sure this is the same what, I mean, if you ask them to just put the baby in there, what if they're like, you know what? This is too expensive. Like, I'm not going to spend like five grand on a baby funeral. And they're like, listen, we've got the attic. <laughs> we've got the attic option that we can just put them in the fucking attic and there's kids to play with. And we pay you $30. Yeah. And there's tons of other kids to play with. Oh my God. And it's just like, you know. You know this place is 21 minutes away from your house? It's like Premie's Playhouse. <laughs> 21 minutes. 21 minutes away. I want to see what their reviews are. Let's go to some of the reviews. Let's hear them. <laughs> like, have you seen my son? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You want to see this one goes, always received great service at this funeral. <laughs> like, how many fucking times have you been there? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, like it's a restaurant they frequent. Just give us your baby. Don't ask me a fucking any questions. Oh, this lady goes, I was sickened to know that I was at this facility and there were children's bodies rotting above my head. I may mm-hmm. never sleep right again. This place has ruined me. Ruined her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, the, was there an explanation as to why the babies were in the attic? Not a good one that I've seen. I don't think anyone gave a statement, an official statement at least. Oh, my God. (laughs) Listen, this one's great. (laughs) It says, sadly, when the viewing had started, we immediately noticed the casket was empty. (laughs) So they had the the opportunity. So you're telling me they had the the actual opportunity to put the baby in the fucking coffin, (laughs) and they chose to put it in the attic? Instead, the best part is this person goes, they still can't and won't help us find the body. Any leads, let us know. How many stars? One? One. Though you still got a star? Can you leave zero? I don't actually don't think you can leave zero. (laughs) One star. Two and a half stars. Okay, I feel like some of these people are bullshitting though, because like this one's from a year ago and it says Oh, they're they're, yeah, they're yeah. trolling. They're trolling. This one's like we tried to have a funeral for my little baby brother, but no one can find his body after it got to the funeral home. Okay, that was a year ago after this article already came out. Like, obviously, that's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) But You'd think they would shut down their socials. You would think they'd shut down completely. Like, how do you stay in the game after something like that? That's like being a fast food place and there's like a finger that shows up in somebody's sandwich. I'd be like, I'm done. First of all, like I said, I when I worked in restaurants, they tried to shut me down for having like the beans under like (laughs) over like like under 140 degrees. They're trying to shut me down. But you're telling me if they found babies, dead babies in the attic, they'd be like, this is fine. I want to see what the reviews on this other one that they found dead bodies at was. It's the Campbell Funeral Home. Mm-hmm. 
in Detroit. Let's see if they're still open. I is, think is this closed. the one with sixty three dead bodies or the one with uh, the pussy one with less? It was the pussy one. The other one was the one with. They're, um, they're they're not on the top of their game. Yeah, no, they got it. Oh, it's Cantrell, not Campbell. Cantrell, I was gonna say. Yeah, it looks with the cursive on their sign. It looks like Campbell. Mm. No, this is the this is the fucking runner up, second place boy. They were just like fuck them kids. This one's permanently closed, and they only had thirteen bodies. That's bullshit. Right. Thirteen, and your place goes down. Sixty three, you're all good. And it's crazy. This one has 2.5 stars. <laughs> <laughs> the price must be fucking right. Seriously, that's crazy. Let's see if there's any actual, like... Well, legit- think about all the money they saved by not... That's probably what was like the game. They probably sold like a little baby casket, didn't bury it, and just put it back in the showroom and put the baby in the attic. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it's Detroit. You couldn't throw that baby like down the sewer. Okay, realistically, put like... Put him in your attic for Bodies are found in front of, like, on the lawns of abandoned houses daily in Detroit. Mm-hmm. You couldn't just fucking throw it out your window like a fucking Arby's cup on your way home. And don't, can't they cremate? <sighs> like, don't funeral homes cremate? Isn't that one of the things that they offer? You couldn't put all those babies in there and just cremate them? I think they were, like, just lazy and they're like, we'll get to this. <laughs> right. And then it just got too far and they're like, I don't know what to do now. That or they just only had like an air fryer and a standard conventional <laughs> oven, and they're like, "Well, where are we gonna fit all these dead bodies?" I don't know, man. That's just that's just so wild. Mm. But you know that somewhere along the line, someone was like, "Where the fuck is my baby?" <laughs> I mean, out of the seventy, what seventy five babies combined, somebody had to have been like, "Yo, my baby is not here. It's somewhere else." That's a good point, but it begs the question. That they got, I mean, they got busted somehow. Why? Right. They got busted because someone whose baby body was supposed to be delivered to a hospital wasn't. But it begs the question, why did it take 75 bodies? Well, to I'll tell you this. this uh, back in the day, uh, when I was a kid, my mom had a brand new Jeep. And it got stolen from her work downtown. She saw it get stolen out the window. Heard like a loud crash. Looked out. was like, oh, my God, that's my Jeep. Called the police, and they were like, yeah, it's gone. There ain't shit we can do <laughs> They didn't give a it. fuck. This was in, like, the 90s. They're like, yeah, we don't give a they're like, it, They're like, it's gone. Yeah. She's like, that's it? They're like, yeah, you can you can file a report if you want, but, like, we're not even going to. Like, they basically told her, like, we're not, we're not coming down. Right. And, two, like, we're not going to look for it. File the report for your insurance sake. That, right. That's it. Yeah. They're like, it's gone. Sorry. <laughs> like, that's it? Like, yeah. I think that's kind of what they did to when his um he had like a newer uh dodge something and it got mm-hmm. stolen out of the parking lot of an after hours club downtown right they're like fuck you people anyways yeah exactly right <laughs> yeah he called the cops and they were like yeah sorry ain't shit we can do about that yeah like, shouldn't be down here son but yeah i mean that's how it is it's like it basically is martial law i remember it like because um the drinking age in windsor which is attached to uh southeast detroit is 19 years old so when we were 19, I used to go to Windsor all the time and get fucking hammered. And then I'm only 10 minutes from the tunnel uh, on the American side. And I would go, just go through red lights like it wasn't shit. Like, I mean, you know, you'd be coming back at 3 in the morning. And Detroit's a scary fucking place, man, especially when you're 19 years old. So when you're driving, you just blow through all the lights. It, it, was, it honestly was a free-for-all for about about at least 10 years. Isn't I mean, there- just just recently it's gotten a lot better, but, like, Red lights, stop signs. You just you just blow through that. They, I mean, they'd even tell you like, don't stop for anything. Red lights, stop signs. You see people just go. I was gonna say, I mean, and this law? is a major city. Yeah, there's a law or something that says like in certain parts of Detroit you can blow that shit. Yeah, like, I mean, I've never seen a cop anyways besides to like guide you know Red Wings traffic. Right. <laughs> there's no fucking police at two in the morning in the Detroit. Chief you kidding me? Of Detroit got carjacked in Detroit. Yeah, they don't. Like, nobody cares. Nobody gives a fuck around here. Nobody gives a shit. And, you know, it's funny because Detroit, downtown Detroit, has mm-hmm. gotten a lot better. Well, I don't know now since COVID. Or Certain whatever, areas. But, well, but actual downtown, like, from Campus Marshes for a couple yeah. miles out, you know, beautiful. Everything's great, you know, doing well. You get right around the outskirts. Yeah, it's sketch as fuck still. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's bad news bears. I almost got carjacked on my way home from work a few times. Yep. It's scary. <laughs> it is true. But it is way better than it was. Mm-hmm. Uh Back when I was a child, back before Comerica Park, 
back before uh, Ford Field, back before Greek Town, had a, had a casino. You're fucking old. What, you're like 60? I know. I'm significantly Jeez. older than Alyssa <laughs> Shea. Uh, but you missed like the 10-year boom of Detroit, which is like the exact amount of years we are different pretty much. Yeah, right. And uh, it was there was nothing to go down there for. There was nothing to go down there for. It'd be a main event or you got the fuck out and you were never there late. Although, shout out to Detroit for not uh, burning our own city down during the riots. How about that? I think it's because no one lives there. (laughs) Well, it's because all the real estate's like quadruple the price now. It's reverse gentrification. You know, nobody can afford to even live down there anymore. That and we uh, don't have any footlockers down there. The, under, I remember watching like the riots in LA and they were just like burning down every fucking footlocker. Just people just be running out with like a handful of shoes. And I'm like, I can't wait to look on eBay tomorrow and buy some cheap ass Jordans. Like, I'm so hyped for this. I like actually had it as a search on my eBay. I'm like, I can't wait to buy these fucking shoes. Well, because a lot of it, and that, that's what they made a big deal about was, was that like these people were looting. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like there aren't a lot of stores. There's like things to do down there, like maybe some restaurants and stuff, but there's nothing to loot really. Nobody's going to steal a bunch of leggings from fucking Lululemon. Exactly. And that's and that's what people made the big deal about was like there were there, the majority of these people were like peacefully protesting. And then, of course, like any other group, you'd have like the bad seeds who just were like, mm. I'm going to take this advantage and I'm going to like, you know, get a paycheck out of this shit. I'm going to bust this out and take all this loot and sell it. But we don't have anything to sell. Breaking news. Detroit. <laughs> Detroit is back <laughs> as right. the number one most violent city in America. So this is as of January 2nd of 2021, right. most dangerous cities in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And your chances of being a victim in Detroit are 1 in 51. What? Yeah. Um. So the second one is St. Louis, Missouri, which they've been real close tied with Detroit for a long time. Out. Over Chicago? Yeah. Chicago's like the murder capital. No, Chicago's actually pretty far down here. Like they're not even in the top 20. Even Nashville, Tennessee, I'm kind of shocked to see on this list. They're 42. You have a 1 in 90 chance of being a victim there. Well, it's probably because just like 95 of them just blew up in like the last minute. <laughs> oh, yeah, that fucking car that probably, bombing. It probably brought their ratio uh, through the roof. <laughs> and beat this up. I got a baby in the car. saw the movie and i know i'm a little late to this because it's been out forever oh. lucy i have not seen it well never heard of it allow me to enlighten you um spoiler alert by the way you've had like five years to see this so if i ruin your day then fuck you anyway but the movie lucy it's with mm. scarlett johansson beautiful woman great actress. titanic what titanic that's kate winslet yeah that's kate Winslet. yeah who's no. scarlett johansson Resident Evil. No, I don't even think she was in that. No, Scarlett Johansson's, she's hot. She is... I don't know shit about actresses. She's like a... I know the name. She's a superhero woman. Oh, there it is. There, see? See? Yeah, I don't watch that shit. No, I don't... What do you mean? You watched all of them in a row. Why don't you tell our audience about how you watched every superhero movie ever made in a row? And But while you're looking at pictures of Scarlett Johansson. You recognize her? She looks old. All right, here's what I'll tell you. All right. I, I don't like superhero movies. I never liked superhero movies. I thought they were dumb. Uh, they, they have like 13 Spider-Men in a row. And then like you watch Batman. Two years later, there's a new Batman. I mean, it, it just makes no sense to me. Anyways, the Marvel craze comes out. I'm like, this is out. All this shit sucks. It's boring to me. It's just cheesy. It's a cheap ripoff. So I don't watch any of it. Years go by. Anyways, it gets to what? Endgame? Is that what they call the end of the whole thing? Endgame was the uh, the oh, two-part I thing? I fucking hope it's the end of it. Well, anyways, so Endgames came out. It was like a two-part, and I hadn't seen it. And everyone's like, it's the best. It just came out. It's so good. I'm like, well, I haven't seen any of it, but I'm like, superhero movies suck. And, they're like, and, and here's, here's what got me, though, is they go, well, how can you make an intelligent, informed decision about something you've never seen and don't know anything about? I'm like, all right. Good point. You know? Like, all right. If you want to play that card, that's fine. I'll watch every single one of them. So I Googled. I went on Google and I Googled uh, Marvel movies. And there's a certain order in which you need to watch them to get like the Marvel timeline. Because some are out of order. You have to watch the first ones first. Whatever. So anyways, there's about 35 movies lined up. Uh, This was probably the beginning of quarantine, I'm assuming. 
and I watched every single Marvel movie in a week. No, this was, this wasn't even quarantine. This was like a year before, before because it was that, yeah. the last. It was during the, when the last um, one came out. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm firing through all these, and they are brutal. You know, I'm trying to be open minded, and, and I'm not gonna lie, some weren't that bad. I liked. Um, Jeez, what was it called? I liked um, Guardians of the Galaxy. weren't that bad. Um, one of the Thors was well. Here's here's the thing. One of the Thors was the worst one I've ever seen in my entire life. And then the next one I knew I had to watch, I was like regretting it. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, I'm not looking forward to this. It's gonna be so bad. And then it's actually pretty good. So it went from being the worst one of all time to being one of the best ones in this Marvel universe, I should say. Um, I also didn't, uh, hate Dr. Strange. I think it was with the time guy. Isn't that Dr. Who? Doc- that- no. Oh, that's a different thing. Is it? That's a, yeah. I don't know. The guy with the clocks and like the, the weird shit. Uh, he was all right. Then I didn't like any of the other ones for the most part. They were all, you know, pretty like, did you see Ant-Man? I'm like fucking Ant-Man fucking sucked. Wasn't that with Paul Rudd? Yeah. And, 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 and the I chick like from Lost. Um, uh, Kate from Lost. Isn't Lost like your favorite all time? Oh yeah, Lost show? was great. Yeah. Um, but anyway, she was in it, so I was like excited for it, but it sucked. And they're like, "Well, didn't you watch? Did you wait till the end after the credits?" And like, apparently there was like a scene. I'm like, "Yeah, I fucking saw it," but I'm like, "You could have just told me that." And you fast forward. You could just told me that I needed to watch that ten <laughs> seconds. I could have missed that whole bullshit right. two hours before it. Anyway, so I watched the first End Game. And they're like, well, what'd you think? I'm like, let me tell you. They Did you see it? Did you see the first Endgame? I'm going to be honest with you. I've seen like a couple. I don't know the difference, so, first of all, between Marvel and DC. I have no fucking idea. Right. And well, then secondly, they're just different characters. Well, and I like I don't like superhero movies. I think they're all I agree. stupid. They're all the same movie. Every single one of those is the same movie. Right. Here's a good guy. Here's a bad guy. This bad right. guy does bad things. Good guy fights him. Whatever. Well, Marvel, Marvel's like doesn't have Batman and shit. It's or Superman. It's like Iron Man. Actually, the Iron Mans weren't that bad either. To be What's honest, the fucking difference. Though, I don't between- know. Well, because because um, if you're like a line cook and you're depressed, you think you're the Joker. <laughs> like any depressed, any any like guy who thinks he's depressed thinks he's the fucking Joker. Right. And they change like his profile picture of the Joker and be like, oh, I'm sad. I just need it's my like, Harley Quinn. It's like, Jesus Christ. And then it's like, anyways. So the first end game, um, they all start dying. So like at the very end, they all just start like evaporating into like dust. And they're like, isn't that sad? And I was like, I was like doing cartwheels in the living room <laughs> as each one of them died. I was like, I fucking hated that guy. I was like, yes. And you just like go poof. Poof, and he's like, oh, I don't feel good. I'm like, fucking die. I'm like, I hate this guy. This little fucking annoying kid. He's like Spider-Man. He just poofs away. I'm like, I'm like, that was awesome. They're like, you thought that was awesome for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> I'm like, I just I didn't enjoy any of it for the most part, and I was happy to see them die. Then I come to find out. So I so I do all this so I can watch part two of Endgame. Then I find out they're not really dead. And part two, they all just, like, miraculously come back to life and, like, save the day. And I'm like, I'm done. I want it to end the way I saw it end, and that's how it's going to forever end in my mind with me just fist-pumping in the air as they all passed away. With a bag of, like, white cheddar Cheetos, like, fuck yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I liked it. I thought the ending was great. I thought it couldn't have been done any better. They all poofed into dust, and that should have just been the end of it. But I guess some bullshit happens where they came back and then they like defeat him and then like but then like Iron Man dies who's like the only good one so they make the only good one die and they bring back all the shitty ones. Yeah, because Mike. Okay, listen, the fans doesn't make the, any like, sense. Like the super hard diehard. But it doesn't fan. matter because there's going to be a new one of whoever the fuck it is next year, anyways. Exactly. So the people, so who cares? The people that are diehard fans of these fucking superhero movies, they find out that oh my god. They're coming out with another movie. They're back to life. It's just mindless. And it's it's like a fucking it's a roller and then when they, and then when they emotion. when they have exhausted every angle, they reboot the series. They'll like bring in a new director, a new whatever, create a new timeline with a new one, and they'll do ten more. You know, they'll just reboot the whole series. It's so fucking dumb. It's it just never. But when as long as people are buying tickets, it doesn't matter. It's mindless, and it's just like you with your fucking reality TV shows. <laughs> as long as people watch it. 
It's just copy and paste. Fuck it. Who cares? Okay, so, but the argument is, should there be more quality produced television? Okay, so I read an article the other day. I'm glad you bring this up. I read an article the other day um, from, uh, is his name Ed Norton? The guy who was in Fight Club. Mm Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how Fight Club is one of the best movies. I don't know if you've ever seen it. But I'm not oh, going to spoil it, but it's one of the best movies I've ever seen in my entire life. And I, I mean, it's up there. The script is great. Um, obviously, it's got Brad Pitt in it, and he's like, you know, got like fucking 12 packs, so fucking girls would love it too. But like, it's one of the greatest movies ever made, I think. And he was he was talking about how today, if that same script came across all those people's desks, that movie would never get made. They wouldn't even touch it. Never. Not in a million years would they make that movie because it's smart. It's just a smart thriller kind of a movie, and they don't want that right now. That's not what's popular. They want just, you know, CGI, crazy crazy uh, sound effects and, like, you know, visuals, and, you know, you sit there, you watch a couple fight scenes, and they save the day, you go home. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, my, my biggest pet peeve was this la- this last Joker movie. Um, this last Joker movie, standalone, could have been a great movie. It didn't have to be about the Joker. This movie could have been about anyone. I think that it only was made. I think I feel like they put this script across the desk a bunch of times, and they're like, no, 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 and, they're, and then finally it's just like, all right, well, what if this guy's the Joker? Oh yeah, and they're like, this will win every award in right. the history. It's like a deep, a deep. Uh, you know, and Warner Bros. superhero like, movie. Yeah. Right. And it's just like, this could have been any guy. This could have been any Joe just with a mental issue. And it could have dove deep into like mental problems. And, and you know, this guy would have went crazy. He still could have went on the, the talk show and whatever. But like, it's just dumb that like, like I feel like him being the Joker it's a actually brought it down. Because they had to like squeeze in the fact that he's a fucking clown. And like, he like spins signs and like, it's like that didn't that he could have had any job. He could have worked at a shoe store. He could have worked at, you know, wherever and got beat down there. Like it didn't have to be the fucking Joker. It was literally a cop out. It was the way for them to get the most like publicity. Correct. And I didn't even get to enjoy the movie because that's all I kept thinking about in the back of my head. I'm like, this could have been a really, really good movie if he wasn't a fucking clown. Like, wh- like, why does he have to be the Joker? Why couldn't this just be a movie? Joaquin Phoenix is an incredible actor. Exactly. Like, why couldn't this just be... I, I swear to God, that movie would have been even better mm-hmm. if he wasn't a clown. They could have made it darker. They could have made it way better. And instead, instead they ruined it, in my opinion. I'm, I'm probably going to get a ton of shit for this because, like, people identify their entire soul with this fucking movie. Like, I'm that sad clown. It's like, you don't have to be a fucking clown. You could be that sad guy. You know what I mean? Like... It could have been, it could have been so much better, I think. And I heard there was a bunch of like dark, deleted scenes that they got rid of because it probably wasn't fucking DC. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's just they ruin shit. They don't, they don't, they don't dig deep. Like I remember like watching Silence of the Lambs, and and um, watching Anthony Hopkins just like give performances. Like it, all that would be on the screen is his face. His old, ugly face just being on the screen for 15 minutes, but you couldn't look away. Like, it was so good. There was no CGI. Mm -hmm. There was no effects. It was like a lamp over his head and just him talking. Just so captivating. And that captivated me a thousand times more than, like, a $50 million scene, you know, of, like, two clowns fighting each other in a fucking parking lot or, like, whatever the fuck they do. Like, you know, throwing, like, a train at each other. It's just, I think that stuff's gone right now, and hopefully it comes back. Because I have watched, like like I said during quarantine, I've watched so many movies and so many shows, and they are so bad, <laughs> especially movies. I can't even remember the last time I've seen a good movie. It's been a long, long time. And that actually brings me back to uh, the original topic, <laughs> which was Lucy, the movie that I brought up about mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson is the main actress in it. And so essentially what the oh, movie yeah. is Lucy. about is it's this woman who pretty much, like, she's, like, a party girl, blah, 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 meets this guy at a bar, yada, yada. So she's about to, like, walk out of a hotel that she just spent the night with, you know, him at. Yeah. And I guess he's, like, a drug trafficker, right? Immediately gets gripped up by security guards. You're telling us the entire movie? All right. So I'm just kind of setting the (laughs) stage because 
It's basically like it starts off off rip as just being like kind of believable. Okay. You know, like mm-hmm. you just end up in kind of a weird shitty. Is this a situation. recommendation? No, absolutely not. No, you hated it. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm getting to is. So, okay. So anyway, long story short. So it starts off being pretty like, okay, yeah, that can happen to anybody, I guess. Whatever. And then she, like, spits out a USB drive at, like, this fucking college professor. And he's like, here you go. Here's the answers to everything. And then she just disintegrates. Like, it's the dumbest A, a USB drive just formed in her? Yes. And then she, like, like spits it out of her fucking, like, stupid fake computer Interesting. hand. And, like, it's the dumbest shit. And that was the movie Lucy. <laughs> How many was- stars did you give it? Um, I would give it negative two stars yeah. out of ten. That was the stupidest thing I've wasted an hour and a half on in recent years. It was about uh, as bad as having to listen to the recap of it. Thank you. So there you go. Do not watch the movie <laughs> Lucy. Negative two and a half stars. Got a 67% on Rotten Tomatoes, not which bad. I was shocked. Have you seen, like, Ex Machina? Yes. Beautiful movie. That's a great movie. Ex Machina? Let's see what their rating on... Oh, they're, they're, they got to be up there. Rotten to, okay, 92%. Yeah, I was going to say Ex Machina is, is pretty culty. That's a good-ass movie. It's a good movie. But I was going to say, like, I almost, just because Scarlett Johansson was in Lucy, I mm. almost figured that's probably why Yeah, but died. a lot of stars, there's been, like, I've gotten suckered into watching a lot of new movies that have come out with star big stars in them, and they're, they're like, the worst. Like, Bruce Willis or, like, Denzel Washington or, like, whatever, and you watch it and it just fucking sucks. So yeah, I think these these old stars are just trying to get paychecks and like call it a day. I watched uh I don't remember the name of the movie, but it had Denzel Washington and Jared Leto in it. And Denzel it just Washington came out. I, I don't know what the hell it was called. They're like cops. And uh the movie is like it what felt like five hours long. There's supposed to be like some sweet twist at the end. It wasn't sweet. I'm just I've just been let down so much by movies lately that it's just like it was on HBO Max. Ew, I know. It's called The Little Things. The Little Things. That's and right. And it got a 47% yeah. on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. That's bad. Which is generous. So this movie's even worse than Lucy, apparently. Really? And it's got fucking Denzel Washington. And Jared Leto. And like, Jared, Jared Leto. Like, renowned actor. That's what I thought. And uh, it was a waste of my life. And Like, they just dragged scenes out where it was just like, what? Like, they, they drove. So I'm not going to spoil anything, but they drove to, like, this end scene at the end of the movie. And I swear to God, they drove there in like real fucking time. Like they were like, they were in like driving the streets. They showed like every exit and he's just driving for like 30 straight minutes. I'm like, what? They don't need to show this. This is dragging on till the end of time. Much like this podcast. Uh, but you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. All right. And I just made that up. I felt like it went with the movies, but uh, that brings me to my next segment called I Only Judge a Book by Its Cover, where I find a New York bestseller and I decide what the movie's about just solely, just, or yeah, the book is about solely by looking at the cover. Then uh, what I'll do is I'll go on the air next week and I'll tell you what the book's about. Without reading a single page. Because <laughs> I don't read books. They're too long. They're too heavy. And I don't like the feeling of paper. I might read the book. You can read the book. I might. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to post uh, a picture of the book on our socials. Comedy Pot Pie. Which is at Twitter. Comedy Pot Pie on Twitter. Uh, and also on my Twitter at Michael Lane Jr. And our Instagram, which is, I don't even know what the fuck it is. Instagram a handle is at comedy.pot.pie. A lot of dots in there. Well, somebody apparently stole comedy pot pie, like just straight really? out. Yeah, somewhere. That's rotten. I got the Twitter one. Yeah, right. Uh, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to post the picture up there. And then what I'm going to do is after I tell you what it's really about, uh, what I think it's about, what it should be about, you go under there. And just type a little bit of what I said and the comments I made about it, a little piece of the real story. Uh, Make a comment under the picture, and I will be giving away that book to one of you who actually do it. So you can DM me or whatever with your address or whatever it is afterwards, and I'll send it to you. Uh, Autographed. I will autograph my name over the author's name, and I will send it to you, the real book, as it should have been. 
uh, from the beginning. Comedy pop pie at yahoo.com. That's how you get in touch with us. That's how you send us whatever the fuck. If you just want to tell us to go fuck ourselves, you're more than welcome to do that. Um, yeah, Alyssa's <laughs> going to be reading them. So tell her to fuck herself all you want. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if you want to ruin my day, go. you know where to find me. If you want to get in contact with me, uh, <laughs> you cannot. Everything goes to Alyssa. Unfortunately. Unless you want to Venmo me at Michael Lane Jr. <laughs> and then Alyssa will send you a thank you card. Right, and just so you know, all the, proceeds will most likely just go to Michael Lane Jr. That is true. <laughs> this is probably all getting cut out. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know, though. I'd say leave it in. Who gives a shit? Yeah, None of this point, matters. It doesn't. Oh, which brings me to my last segment. Uh, the very last segment of the day. <laughs> uh, as I said before, Alyssa Shea is uh, quite significantly younger than me uh, in real life. Uh, I like to stay young. I like to stay hip. Uh, I like to uh, lie to people and say that I'm young. Uh, so we're going to have a new segment here. We're going we're gonna to finish this off each week where it's going to be called Stupid Shit Alyssa Shea Likes. And then I try it out to stay hip. Okay. Uh, I, what I'm going to do this first week, you don't even have to give me a suggestion uh, because you already gave me one. Dumbass reality TV. It's not that. Uh, other stupid dumbass shit that Alyssa Shea likes. I, I, I don't have to say your name, I guess. I can say stupid ass shit that, uh, what are you, like a fucking Podcast producer millennial or something? Um, so, you know, it depends on where you look. Some mm-hmm. places call me millennial. Some places call me Gen X. I like to prefer, you know, I like to think of me as a millennial. So All right, millennial. We could, yeah, we'll, we could change roll with that. We could say that, but I'll say I'll say your name for now, and I will go with uh, Clubhouse. <laughs> I've never even opened the app. She gave me this. She gave me the invite about a week ago. Uh, I have not opened it yet. I did get. I did accept the invite. I do have the app. I opened it. Well, I did open it for about one second. Didn't understand any of it. Uh, I will dive into it and let you know how I feel about it next week. Now, so when you can tell we... me the next dumb shit that I don't know anything about because I'm old. <laughs> so I actually really like this idea for Called a segment, Michael. Stupid shit that Alyssa <laughs> Shea likes. No, we should just call it stupid shit millennials like. That's true. And I'll just compile millennial bullshit, even if I don't like it, and just throw it at you and see, you know, it's like spaghetti on the wall. But anyway, so um, so the, the thing about Clubhouse mm-hmm. is that it is essentially supposed to be... It's an invite-only app, if you haven't heard of it, and it is supposed to be for networking for professionals, whether you're like Michael Lane, a professional comedian, or you're like me, you're a professional in the finance industry, you know, on your day job, or whatever it is. A lot of different, like, professionals in all sorts of fields come together, and they join What makes that different? It's only audio. There's no words anywhere. Nope, no text. And so that makes it nice, too, because you can say whatever the fuck you want. Nobody can record you because the app doesn't allow you. So we've come full circle now Mm -hmm. to basically phone calls again. Yep. All right, so let me ask you this. I open this app up, right, Mm -hmm. which I'm going to plan on doing tomorrow. Where, Where do I go? Like what? What do I? What am I looking for? Like how do I get started? Okay, so what? What's the advantage? What am I gonna? What are my goal? What are my goals here? So you're the average user. Yeah. And you sign up for the app initially. It I want to see something you, funny. Yes. Yeah, so initially, it asks you to pick from a predisposed. Oh, so okay. So it asks you. It sets you up. No. So well, it asks you. What are your interests? Is it comedy? And it has like a hundred different interests. Comedy is it environmentalism? Is yeah. it Whatever. So you choose all of your interests. Okay. Based off of those interests, it basically it suggests different rooms to you. Okay, but the cool thing about it, it is... It doesn't look sexy. So a lot of... The whole point of it is... It looks it's, old. It's mostly a lot of like CEOs, entrepreneurs, yeah. investors, things like that are on this app. They share tips and best practices and yada yada. How do we know they're real? Because it's all verified. By whom? The fucking app? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Not a fucking app developer. That's all right. I'll find out my own... Listen, reality, I'm not saying, my own truths. I'm not saying soon. this app is like the tits. Okay, yeah. I'm not saying I, I heard people thing. are selling these codes. They are. Online. They're actually so you're um if you get like invited into the app, you yeah. get automatically like two invites. So I have invites to give out. Yes. You so have maybe to- I'll give out an invite next week. So actually, if, if you somebody go on eBay, one. if you go on eBay right now, Clubhouse mm-hmm. invites are going for up to like 150 dollars wow. per invite. 
I have like five of them to give out. So between the two of us, we have seven of these boys. Okay. Maybe we can figure something out and uh, mm-hmm. we'll give we'll give a couple out maybe. I like that. But you have to you have to have heard this all the way till the end. <laughs> and I don't know how many people could have made it through uh, you know, I mean we started with a rape joke and then we talked about a bunch of dead babies. Right. So it, it if you was- made it this far, you deserve it. Just at Michael Lane Jr. And you could get a code to an app that I don't care anything about yet. But maybe I will. We'll find out uh, what millennials like. Podcast. There you go. How are we supposed to end this? How do you want to end it? I don't know. What are we, what are we supposed to do? We just cut it off. I said we just, we just start screaming. <laughs> Not like into the mic, just like out into space. And no. then just like to relieve all the pressures of like the entire week. We just turn to the side and just, just like, ah! And then it just and then it just turns off. You want to do it? Yes, but only after I say this. Have All you right. heard of the website where they okay? So somebody set up a phone number where you call it, and the whole point is you call it yeah. and you just scream into. Well, the maybe phone, we should right? say something though, not just scream. Just like scream something, like just whatever thing you're the most fucking pissed off at this entire week. You just fucking scream it, and then we'll just instantly cut the episode off. Okay. All right. So what are we screaming in the air? Uh, whatever. So what we'll do is we'll scream whatever we want into the air uh, that we want to relieve off of our chests uh, by next week. Something that pissed you off over the last week, you just scream it out in the air, and then everyone else who's listening can just do the same thing. We'll just scream it off, and then like fucking two-thirds into the scream, just silence. Got it. Okay. And then we'll just cut it off, and that'll be the end of the episode. All right. Uh, Whenever you're ready. All right. All right. So we'll, we'll, do, we'll, we'll, do a, we'll do a countdown. So on the count of three. So one, two, three. And then scream. So not scream on three. Scream one, two, three, then scream. Right. So it's like rock, paper, scissors, go. Like rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> like rock, right. paper, scissors, scream. Right, right. Okay. All right. Uh, so whatever has frustrated you the most over this last entire week. You ready? All right. One, two, three. Melissa Shit!